This episode, we're recapping some Black Friday steals, nostalgic anime feels, and ridiculous Game Pass deals. Plus, we break down and dissect Dune into worm-sized pieces like a couple of Fremen. That's coming up on After 5. Welcome to the After 5 Podcast, the perfect time for catching up on video games, music, movies, and TV after work. I'm Landon. And I'm Hans. Hans, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot. We are ending... Well, we're getting close to the end of the year, and uh, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> that started very ominously. The year, <laughs> the year is ending. ending things. <laughs> yes. We have by things, concluded we mean the, the year. year. <laughs> Wrap up your year. You're out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's... It, it snuck up on us, man. I, I can't even believe it's it's the end of 2021. Is that what year it is? I can't remember. Oh, I, I guess. I mean, if you count last year, I think we should really get a mulligan for last year, just being ruined and terrible. Yeah, I think it should be called 2020 part two instead of 2021. <laughs> Point five, maybe even, you know, I, I yeah. even accept that. You know, when we're telling our kids about this time, you know, we'll, we'll be like, well, yeah, there is 2019. 2020, 2020 part two, 2022. <laughs> it's going to get a little should, confusing, but there should be like a, uh, a white house mandate that whenever you say the word 2020, like a Sarah McLaughlin song plays in the background <laughs> or something, some really sad sound. Yeah, totally. I mean, it'll still always play in our heads at least. In the arms of... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What about you, man? Have you been up to anything? Uh, not too much. I mean, you know, there's uh that uh holiday, you know, Thanksgiving, I think is what it's oh, called. Yeah. Uh, Giving of thanks. Yeah, I gave gave lots of thanks for the food and you know, the things and it was it was good to kind of visit with family. Um, you know, we, you and I were just talking about how we're still being a little cautious, but yeah, uh, you know, it's still good to be able to to get to see family in person again. Yeah, I know. Um that's that's kind of a nice thing is uh getting able to do that. And uh I think because we didn't go I don't know. I can't remember if we went last year or we definitely didn't go the year before, but uh, yeah. yeah, you definitely miss uh, man the, the food too. That's, that's kind of the highlight. <laughs> I mean, family's great. I mean, I feel, I feel like it's a close second family on that. Food is a definite one on that. Yeah. It's good to see you guys and you too, yeah. family, as you're looking at <laughs> now, the food. Uh, where's the food? <laughs> yeah. Get a little teary eyed looking at the mashed potatoes <laughs> and mouthing. I love you to it. Good to see you. Mac and cheese. <laughs> oh casserole you shouldn't have <laughs> i missed you yeah. we do it only once a year but every time it's so special <laughs> so i'm assuming you got some time off and uh yeah. did you get to uh to see any movies play any video games you know boy have i have i the <laughs> podcast for you oh man is yeah, it this one um, yeah it's this one um, one cool thing I did is I went to a pinball museum, um, in Alameda Whoa. and it was the uh, Pacific pinball museum. There's 90 working pinball tables, um, from 1950 Jeez. to the current times. Um, oh my gosh. and it's so cool. Like I've never been to actually Alameda, uh, but it's this cool little town. Um, there was this, uh, I mean, I played for like six hours. Um, and then afterwards we went to a, a Thai restaurant across the street which um, is super bomb. And I'm going to drag you to both of those one day. So it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'd be happy to. You had me at Thai restaurant. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll I'll uh, I'll be there while you're playing pinball. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll swap off. You know, six hours here, six hours there, and then you'll yeah, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to work out that ratio, but you know, I'm I'm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't think you're getting the math part right on that. That's twelve hours. I'm like, nope, twelve hours is how long we're gonna be there. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. Dude, so it was so much fun. Um, it's it's one of those things I picked up and I I really never played it um a whole lot like at arcades or anything like that because they were so expensive. Like it was like two dollars for like yeah, maybe like 30 seconds of play sometimes. <laughs> if you're not good at it, you're like, I just wasted two bucks on this and Oh, totally. And then you get the kids like behind you, like, you know, like uh nagging you to to finish. Yeah, on, or they're man, just like turn. they're watching you and it's like going to the bathroom like <laughs> with someone watching you. You're just like, I can't I can't play when you're watching. Performance anxiety, I think is what it is, called. man. So um, <laughs> but one cool thing is for twenty dollars, um, you get all day access and you can leave Jeez. you can come back all day. So that's a great deal. I mean, that's an amazing deal for twenty bucks and it wasn't too crowded. Um, so does I that mean, include like the coins for the, the machines or do you have to bring that money? Separately? Uh, there's no coins at all. You just <sighs> go and play okay. all day. So, all right. It, it's worth it, man. 20 bucks. High food, like you can't free games. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a, this is sounding like a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun, man. Um, I had so much fun. I, I can't wait to go back. So that's awesome. down the days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know we both saw Dune as well, uh, we just before the holidays, post uh, previous podcast episode. But yeah, and that was the first movie that you had gone to see, correct? In theaters for yeah, a while. I think I think we saw something else before that, but that was definitely the most crowded movie <laughs> I've been to since COVID. Yeah, the, we went to IMAX. IMAX just exploded for that movie. Yeah. And it seems like it's it's not slowing down after that. Yeah. It seems like a lot of other movies are, are pretty packed there, too. Yeah, I hear um, from what I heard, the the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, um, the pre-orders are at the same endgame totals right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's going to be a little busy. It's just called Spider-Man Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we never got a chance to really talk about it. What did you think of Dune? So I, um, I went in cold, um, cold like a cold Sahara. And I haven't read it. Um, (laughs) And you know what? I was very satisfied because they showed many dunes in that movie. Um, Yeah, it lived up to its name. There was no false advertising. It did. It did. Um, (laughs) I'm glad it wasn't called Sand, although, but Dune, I thought was pretty adequate. You'd have to take that up with Frank Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, I I knew nothing about it. I haven't seen any of the miniseries. I didn't see the movie in the 80s. I didn't read the book so i went in yeah. like just knowing it was about sandworms and sand basically and um <laughs> and i sand love people. uh denis villeneuve is that that's how you say it uh it's it's okay. as close as <laughs> i probably said it the most get, american so uh, white bread kind of way of saying it like hey the, 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 yeah denis villeneuve come on man what's going <laughs> yeah. on yeah. i think you just kind of say denis and then the last name you just uh it's just a hail mary you just do your best yeah Hey, DV, put some syllables Come here, together. DV. Come on, DV, you got this. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I'm, I'm a big fan of his movies. Um, and I kind of expected like that kind of a slow burn. Um, yeah. And it definitely was a slow burn, but I appreciated it a lot. But it was very intentional and well paced, I think. It was. Um, I didn't I never felt bored and I never looked at yeah. my watch. And I mean, I, I think I looked at my watch like because it wasn't wrapping up. And yeah, I'm like, it was a long movie. How, how are they going to wrap this up? And like it's getting to the point like where what was is it three hours or is it two and a half it's hours? It's just about three hours, I believe. It's it's close. Yeah. 
I, I remember getting to the point cause I had to pee really bad and, <laughs> that, and I'm like, how much longer do I need to hold it? That'll always be a quick reminder for sure. Yeah. <laughs> of, of how long it's been <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think, uh, I've heard some people say it was, you know, it was kind of slow, but I think for me, it felt like I'm a little biased of course, and we'll talk about this in a moment, but, uh, cause I've read the books as I mentioned last time, but I, I just felt like everything was happening as it should have happened, you know, as it did happen yeah. in the books. And so it, it just felt like it was going along, uh, well. And then I felt like they did a good job of kind of bringing in some tension and drama throughout so that it wasn't boring, you know, and it wasn't completely just dry. The actors were all fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did a great job. Um, I, you understand the, it's a very weird world and it's funny. Um, yeah. there was a red, red letter media, they had this YouTube page. So they were saying that David Lynch who directed, um, the 84, uh, Dune film, he was offered George Luke, George Lucas offered him a, to direct a star Wars movie and he turned it down to direct Dune. Ooh. <laughs> so it's like, it's funny Whoopsies. because like, it's like, I, again, I haven't seen the 84 movie, but it's, it, from everything, it just sounds, it's like just kind of bizarre and it's out there and there's all these <laughs> concepts and there's kind of the force, but, um, so it's, it's very hard to translate. It feels like, yeah. Some people have said the 84 film didn't really do that for them. Um, but I really, I understood everything. Um, and I don't know, I, I thought it would, they did a great job of making us care for things and yeah, it was really good. Yeah, completely agree. And I think to your point, I think it's really impressive, even to me too, again, having read the books, like knowing how big that universe is and how complex it is and all of the different politics of it and different languages and cultures yeah. and things like that. And uh, so the fact that they were able to, like, I was impressed that they were able to translate that to film, Yeah, let alone... You know, my wife saw it. She hasn't read the books. And I know, like you said, you saw it and, and you hadn't yeah. read the books and you guys were able to understand it as, you know, as well. And I as I was, I think, more impressed by that, like the fact that they were able to make it so accessible to newer, uh, you know, audience members. It was definitely um, it definitely felt welcoming to to new people. I mean, you, I feel yeah. like you have to like sci fi. Um, sure. And you have to be able to accept the kind of the slow burn. and. Um, but the man, just the film, uh, the cinematography, the costumes, everything is just like gorgeous. Like everything, everything is done so well and the sound design. And, um, I found out later that Hans Zimmer did the score and I'm like, oh, of course yeah. he did. Like, yeah, it's just it's so <laughs> good, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I know. I'm like anything <laughs> Hans does. I have to like it. I, that's, that's in the rules. I mean, other than world war two. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Hey, I'm sure um, there's some good Hanses in world war two. Man, I hope so. Like, <laughs> I, I think we talked about this before, but like I have yet to have uh, a positive Hans representation on in a movie because I had Hans Gruber and he did not turn out yeah, to be a good guy. Uh, right. Frozen came out. I'm like, Oh sweet. We got a Hans. He's like, Oh, nope. He's a bad guy. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm rooting for the Hanses out there. You know, it'll happen, man. It'll happen. It'll happen one day. But yeah, I, I, uh, as a, I guess, you know, a new fan because I had just started reading the books before the movie came out in preparation of the movie. I was really impressed just overall with how great of a job they did. i I was like, smiling like a giddy you know a smiling like a giddy harkonnen 
<laughs> Precisely. And uh, just the whole time, because I'm like, this is so cool getting to see these pages come to life and the and you know these scenes that I it's it's such an interesting thing have you know reading a book and then seeing the movie because you have these scenes in your mind like I'm a visual a very visual person so as I'm like reading I try to visualize you know exactly what what they look like I'm sure most readers do but yeah uh you know so so seeing it come to life is just like so uh so awesome and and yeah D- DV did a great job of uh, bringing it to life. Yeah. You're like, naturally I envisioned myself as the protagonist. Um, <laughs> little so disappointed was, I wasn't in it, but yeah. uh, <laughs> little disappointed wasn't he wasn't, he wasn't quite as handsome as I was. Even the, the main actor, uh, what's his Timothy name? Chalamet. Chalamet. Yes. All Ch- these, all these French right. names, man. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> if they, if they just hired a Hans, I could pronounce it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, he did a great job too. And he's, he's kind of a little spindly thin guy. And so, you know, he, even his, the fight scenes that he was in, it, it was pretty believable. It didn't feel like, it, it, cause you know, when they, you got the movies where you have the 90 pound girl, like jumping and flipping like a 400 pound bad guy, right. you know, you're like, you're like, yeah, that's real. Um, <laughs> I, it, I never got that kind of feeling with that. And I loved the, the sound of the, those shields that they had on. And, yeah. Um, just the knife fighting was the choreography was really done well. It's yeah. like everything was really cool. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, and and to your point about Timothy Chalamet, uh, I think they cast him perfectly because Paul is not really you know a muscular big guy in the books. Yeah. You know, so I think that's that's perfect, uh, perfect casting. I agree about the sound design for the most part. Uh, I think. I think I kind of disagree about the shields for some reason to me, they sound so cheesy and I don't know why, but it's just like this, this, like it sounds so like nineties sound effect to me for some reason. It reminded me of the, the sound of, uh, in star Wars, the, that little remote yeah. droid that. Pss, 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 oh yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, and, and mixed with the, like a, the other probe droid from empire strikes back. So I, I don't know. I kind of liked that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. It, it was pretty cool though. Like I, I really enjoyed that. Um, the the voice thing was really cool. Like I couldn't understand yeah. the readers though. They did oh, yeah. the, and you're like, yeah, what the yeah. <laughs> the first couple of times. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting too, because in in the book, I believe it's described my interpretation is that it's described more as like a they emphasize different words and they use different intonations to like imply different things. And so mm. my my uh, understanding of it was that it was it was like more of a subtle way to influence people's, you know, reaction. But okay. I, I thought that was really cool. And, and, you know, there's a lot of nuances in the book that I think would be really hard to portray in the movie and a lot of internal, right. uh, you know, dialogue and, or monologue. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of things that kind of happen uh, internally with characters. So I understand the challenge that comes with it. So it didn't bother me too much For with sure. that, you know. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, the thing that I did not enjoy was at the very end, how it just ends abruptly. And I'm, I, <laughs> I, I audibly said like, without thinking about it, and I think the first night I watched it, I was by myself and I'm like, are you kidding me? Kind of like, kind of like how it just ended there. Like they're walking in the desert and then it's like, yeah. we will see them next time. And, I, and at the time they didn't even announce a, um, no. a sequel. And I'm like, 
are you telling me I have to wait like four years for this? They totally, they totally bait and switched people. And that's probably one of my biggest complaints too, is it was not marketed that way. Yeah. Uh, Like, like to the point where when I sat down and and they showed the opening credits that said Dune part one. And I was like, wow, they really (laughs) did not (laughs) tell people about this, you know? No, I, I guess I guess I, I understand that in a way because it, it is like saying you're invested now. Sorry. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. You got to finish. Yeah. It. People may not participate or, or go to see it if if they're they're like, oh, this is just the first part. Yeah. You know, but, I'm going to uh, watch the <laughs> second part first because I'm I'm cool like that. <laughs> I'll wait. Call me when it's 2023. I don't know about you, but I watched Empire Strikes Back before A New Hope and I was fine. <laughs> An- another one of my minor critiques is just that uh there were a few scenes that i wish they would have included um from the books that i thought were pretty pivotal uh, like like which ones so there was like um there's like a scene there's like a very political dinner scene with a lot of um like people of power from around uh from around the planet and and okay. a lot of them that were kind of in bed with the harkonnens that were, you know, trying Oof, to that pull would be, stuff that would out be of nasty. That's a nasty image right there. <laughs> I didn't say which Harkonnen. Yeah, no, that's um, <laughs> true. The pasty white Harkonnens. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of like, um, just really tension from like people trying to get at the Duke and, and kind of trying to like, uh, you know, make certain accusations against him and, and basically, you know, accuse him of like destroying the planet and all this stuff. And and mm-hmm. I just think, and then there's like um, a sort of a subplot where um, the Duke and Thufir Huat and a few other people suspected Lady Jessica of being the traitor before mm-hmm. they found out it was Dr. Yue. And, yeah. and so, they just gave that away really fast. Oh, like, totally. by the way, it's him. You know? Yeah. And even Dr. Yue, they didn't really show his connection with Paul and the fact that he, you know, his, his position, you know, is, is one of like loyalty and how important that is to mm. uh the family you know so it's there's a lot of things like that however that being said again i totally forgive them for it because it was two in like two hours and 45 yeah. minutes or whatever yeah and so um you know i i understand if they included all those scenes and those plot points like it would probably be a four-hour movie yeah and um i mean ultimately when it comes down to it it's going to be like what a six hour movie or something um right but with uh, both parts when you combine those two yeah um but but i i kind of yeah i i agree um i think my com- my com- complaint and it's not really i guess too much of a complaint it's just a complaint right now just because we have it's not finished is i feel like uh like from what i understand what the entire two and a half hours of the movie took were what happened in the first like 45 minutes of the 1984 movie kind of thing. Oh, um, interesting. And so it's, it sounds like, cause at times, like I loved how they took their time, but it, it felt like it was kind of like a mini series. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How mini series, they kind of pad things out a little bit. Um, I felt not, I couldn't feel it was padding and I, cause I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. but I kind of look back and I'm like, what happened? I'm like only a few plot points, but I do also at the same time, um, appreciate the simplicity of it. Whereas you don't have all these crazy things happening and then this happened, then this happened, but it's like, right. It's a very simple kind of tale in a way, but even though there's all these complexities and, but overall, you know what? And I feel that's kind of what makes the the biggest, the best space epics is you can explain what happens in the movie very briefly, but that at the same time, there's so much, uh, 
minutiae and like nuance small and, things yeah. and nuance that you can talk about. Absolutely. So that I, I definitely appreciate that, but I love the world. It, it feels like it's its own thing. Um, yeah. And I, it's really cool seeing what people really got out of the book and all that. And I, I get it and I see that now. And um, I did buy the, uh, the first three books and I've probably read about 75 pages of the first book and it's good. But um, for me, like <laughs> I jump back and forth between books and, movies oh, yeah. and shows and so finishing stuff is kind of hard for me sometimes <laughs> no i totally understand for what it's worth i will say it was pretty faithful to the book and so you know to your comment about padding i yeah. think that's just probably how um the book is paced too uh, yeah. because i think every point I, I don't think there was any extraneous scenes that they added there were some details that they added but they uh you know everything's pretty much straight from the book so again, I, I really appreciate that they, that they stuck to it. I think the only thing that I didn't understand, um, the, cause I've seen it three times, um, yeah, once in same. IMAX, uh, once, uh, yeah. And twice in just like a regular theater. Um, and I, I, oh, no, actually I saw it three and a half. I saw it, <clears throat> excuse me on HBO as well. Oh, okay. Um, but, um, I didn't understand when the emperor kind of double crossed and why the emperor kind of went with the Harkonnens, you know, all that kind of stuff. and. Like when those, yeah. when the, the, the white, uh, emperor imperial guards kind of came ascending down into the, yeah, yeah. the, the free, the Fremen stuff. Um, I, I didn't know who that was. I knew obviously they were bad guys, but, um, and it was kind of, I mean, kind of a spoiler. I mean, we've been spoiling the whole thing anyways, <laughs> but, uh, I was, I was impressed that, um, the major characters like Jason Momoa and, um, the, the dad who plays the King Oscar oh, Isaac, yeah. uh, they both die. And I'm like, Whoa. I mean, they both did amazing jobs um, and they don't feel wasted at all. But um, I was surprised that they're like, yeah, we're going to cast this huge name and, and just kill you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I I will. uh, I don't want to spoil the next part. So I won't explain the dynamic with the emperor just yet. Cause I think they may reveal a little bit more about that in the next one. Okay. Um, But I will spoil that there's, I'll just, I'll just tease this. There's a potential for uh, Duncan Idaho to make a return. Oh, nice! <laughs> and talk about, I mean that that name is so funny, Duncan Idaho. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like it's a uh, like you got it. It's like an analogram or something, or it means yeah. something, or you you got like names from different things. Like I like Duncan Donuts, and I live in Idaho. <laughs> Duncan Idaho. It's just such a like nickname name, you know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's old Duncan Idaho over there. He well, came from was, Idaho, and uh, my name was Bob Smith, and uh, just I had this high school te- uh, gym teacher that just nicknamed me Duncan Idaho. <laughs> so we've we've done a great job of covering Dune. We did. We did. Um, I, but it deserves it. I will say. <laughs> yeah. Um, one movie that I did see, um, I'm, I'm going to do a thing where I have seen a movie and I have not seen a movie. <laughs> and I'll start with the movie that I have not seen, which was Eternals. Yeah. Um, and this was probably the first Marvel movie that I have not seen in theaters. Um, is this going to be a new segment where you tell us why you didn't see it? <laughs> no. yeah. Let me tell you, I'm going to like, I'm going to explain my ignorance on this whole movie. 
Um, yeah. no. <laughs> um, but you know, it's funny because it just, the, the poor box office thing, uh, reviews, um, and from critics themselves, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. uh, it, it just, I, I have no connection to the comic books. Like, I don't really know. I feel like anyone who says they do is lying to you. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I love the Eternals. You're like <laughs> name, name two, uh, Kamel, not their real name. <laughs> Angelina <laughs> yeah. Jolie. Nope. That's her real name. <laughs> so, um, from, and everything that I heard is basically just a one-off and it can kind of, maybe there's some MCU lore and, I just, I just, I don't know if the, it's like a take it or leave it movie. Yeah. It, it's a three. I mean, I do love three hour, like a three hour movie. I feel like I really get my money's worth. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I'm like, I, I, I've always been like, eh, three hours. I'm getting my money's worth. I don't want an hour and a half comedy and spend like <laughs> 20 bucks a ticket or whatever it is now. Right. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably eventually watch it, but it just, it didn't seem very interesting to me. It's funny, man. I don't know if it's your lack of enthusiasm about it or the fact that, I've heard similar things like people were just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I, I just haven't been, uh, I haven't been drawn to see it myself either. You know, I, I would have loved if it was like a, you know, major blockbuster oh, and everybody loved it. Oh yeah. no, just that, that was, you know, if it was popular and, and people just loved it and then I might've, you know, invested a little bit more, but the fact that people are kind of lukewarm about it, I'm like, well, maybe I will wait <laughs> until yeah. it hits Disney and, plus or something. And, and for me too, like when critics, like, I feel like kind of critics are a little too favorable for Marvel movies in reviewing. Yeah. They're like, this is the first movie that this has ever happened. And I'm like, yeah, it, it's not, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like black Panther. They're like the first movie ever with starring black people. And you're like, well, <laughs> you know, you're like, not have you seen really. a Medea movie? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different kind of, different kind of black. I mean, movie. there's Django, uh, you know, <laughs> True, yeah. I mean, but, um, you know, so you're like, okay, so, um, but, but I mean, not to say that the, that's not important, but it's like, sure. It's just that I think a part of it too, is we're both um, in design and marketing stuff. So it's like, you kind of can see like when they're like marketing this and like for Eternals, it just right. felt like they were just marketing, using marketing speak like, Hey, there's a gay scene. Everyone It's really progressive. And you're like, is there, that's cool. That's awesome. That is, it's progressive, but I mean, is it a good movie? They're is like it progressive for progressive sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's like if you're picking, it's good when like it's a good movie and then you have progressive stuff as well. Right, right. But right. If, if you're, if that's your only thing, you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't if know. That's your hook. If that's the hook. So I feel like they were kind of over marketing and they're like, we have all these stars. Is it good? <laughs> we have more stars. <laughs> but so, look at the stars. <laughs> yeah. There's stars everywhere. <laughs> So it's like I don't trying know. to distract people. They're like, hey, I wanted to ask you. No, no, no. Look, look, look. There's stars. Look, look at the stars. Look, look, look at all these stars over here. They're famous like us, but just better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it's it was it was kind of the thing. But, you know, it's I hear it's coming to Disney Plus in January. So oh, um, maybe I, I can break it down in more like bite sized pieces. Watch half hour. Watch a 45 <laughs> minutes. You know, I really wish, uh, not to digress too much, but I really wish more movies would do that. There was like, um, oh, The Hateful Eight, I think, on uh, oh, Netflix yeah. did that, where they broke it up into four episodes. And that was specifically for Netflix, right? I think so. And that's I'm like, cool. that's so genius. And I actually kind of wish they did that with Dune, too. Like, they could have probably fit a lot more scenes in if they had broken it up into like a, a miniseries or something, you know? Yeah. But uh, 
I know, you know. They, I know they had asked um, Denis Villeneuve uh, if he um, had a director's cut or anything. Cause you know, with Lord of the Rings, they had like, it was like the 16 hour version. <laughs> right. And I guess he said like, no, this version is the final version pretty much. Cause he got to do whatever <sighs> he wanted from what I heard. But I'm like, I, it sucks. Cause like, I know like with Lord of the Rings, there were so many people that loved having more lore and it was done so well um, that, you know, you can go back and revisit like this is for the hardcore fans. And then they, they, they can even sell it to like, I don't know what percentage of the audience is the hardcore audience, maybe like 15, 25, whatever. (laughs) Right. But still you can sell the movie again to people. So yeah, I, I want it to happen. I want a director's cut so badly. Like, yeah, I might start a change.org petition for it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I at least want a blooper scene. He's trying to do the voice. He's like, bruh, bruh, like his voice cracks or something. <laughs> pass me the water. Uh, pa- pass me water. the water. Water, water mother. <laughs> but uh. I, what kills me about it too, is I'm, I, I troll the uh, Dune Reddit uh, subreddit all the time. And naturally people were sharing bills and clips from that were cut from the movie that were like from the book. And I'm like, why just, just put it out. Just do it. (laughs) Share it with us. It it drives me nuts. Want some measly bread. That's all I want. (laughs) Um, So the movie that I did see uh, was ghostbusters uh, afterlife. I believe it was. Who are you going to call ghostbusters? Oh, oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, movie phone actually. And that's how I, I, st- I actually still call movie phone to uh, find out my, uh, when the movie starts Fandango's for fools is what I say. Please tell me that's a joke. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> okay. I was like, does movie phone still even exist? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> tell him, why don't you tell me what movie you want to watch? Yeah. Dude, do you remember calling popcorn back in the day? Vaguely. It sounds familiar. I can't remember, but I also have a terrible memory. You typed in, uh, and on oh. your um, phone that was attached to you the wall. You texted it. Uh, well, <laughs> right? no, no. This oh. was before pretext. Landon, you come on. Wait, there's stuff before text. <laughs> yes, apparently it's those phones that you had to put your finger in it and it did the, the rotary around. It. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was that. Um, and actually before that, it was the Morse code. I had the Morse code popcorn. All in telegrams. Like, yeah. <laughs> Next movie. Pause. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it full? Yes. Oh, we got to start over again. Um, but uh, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So I had, I was never a huge Ghostbusters fan, just mainly because I couldn't watch it as a kid. Like it was yeah. apparently too scary. So I had, a best, I had a friend across the street from me and he had Ghostbuster action figures, the proton pack. He even had a Ghostbusters like driving like little car on the ground. Like, oh my gosh. Dude was loaded, right? Um, <laughs> so he was your best friend naturally so he right? was my best friend i'm like best friend i'm like have you thought about asking your parents for a nintendo i'm just saying throw that out there you know you're really quite selfish not uh buying yeah, nintendos yeah. for your friends i know dude why don't you get a power glove come on man you're like living like a peon over here yeah so um i'm familiar with everything and i'm familiar with the world and it's a cool world that everything was created I'm familiar with all the characters. Um, and recently, just a month ago, I um, rewatched it. And um, the first one, the first one. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, I don't have that nostalgia for it. So the movie itself, like I thought there were funny parts and I liked the world they created, but the movie itself was like, it kind of fell flat for me because I didn't have that nostalgia and it just went super fast. Yeah. And was the first one with Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. 
the uh the key master or whatever or the right, gatekeeper right. or something um yeah i think she was a gatekeeper um, the janitor i think is what they called her yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it was like i thought it was i thought all the characters were good the idea is fun and you know it, it created a really cool world that exists and stuff and everyone's like oh ghostbuster 2 is really bad i'm like oh you're saying that one's the bad one too <laughs> and then there was the 2016 which didn't do well and Right. Um, you know, and a lot of people were offended with this. So this one, like they kind of did a stranger things meets, um, meets Goonies and they even got the yeah. stranger things kid. So <laughs> right. they're like, they're like, Hey guys, you like this? You like this kind of movie? And I thought it was pretty good overall. Um, I felt they played it a little bit safe at the end. Um, and it, I, the whole movie is kind of leading up to it. And then at kind of the end, just like everything kind of crazy happens at the same time. And, um, right, right. they, they, it's, it felt a little too much like the force awakens how uh, the force awakens is just copy and pasting elements uh, of the other movie. And they're like, right, guys, right. we're doing it too. And you're like, yeah, you're just yeah. copying and pasting. <laughs> I'm having a good time, but you're copying and pasting and felt like, okay. I mean, some people, I guess they, it's funny. Cause though they had the guy, they had like little Easter eggs, like, Hey, it's a, it's a Nestle's crunch bar. You guys know what that's for, right? I'm like, I, I don't know what that, I know it's a candy bar, but I don't know what that means. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. And um, I, I played it a little too safe, but I, I was glad that it acknowledged it. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was a good movie. I, I'd say it's a good rental. It's not a good, um, it, it's, I, I don't know if it like qualifies for like going to see it in the theaters, but it was fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I definitely want to check it I'll out. I'll never see that again, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I could tell, like in the trailers and stuff, it seemed like they were really trying to capture that like '80s kind of magical vibe of uh, yeah. of the of those kind of '80s '90s you know kids movies. Yeah, and they had um, Paul Rudd was in it. He was uh, he was like the science teacher, and he he had a moderate moderate role. And you know he's he's just the most likable person in the world. And oh, totally. You know, yeah, if you don't like Paul Rudd, it's like that. Check your heart. Him and Ryan Reynolds, like probably have to like compete for the most likable uh, comedian. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. He was really good. And it's funny. The one of the, the girl, she is like this genius child. That was my only complaint is like, she's like conversing with like a 50 year old about like all these molecular theories. And you're like, okay, <laughs> you're six. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you probably got like yeah. my first chemistry set and I, I, right. I don't know. It was, a li- I mean, it wasn't too out of there where, but you know, you kind of suspect bend belief a little bit but oh that for, kind sure, of movie for sure you do. yeah yeah i mean yeah with ghosts i mean yeah i would assume that's that's where you uh you know draw the line <laughs> exactly <laughs> but no it, it was done good she was really likable though as as an actress she was really cool um all, everyone was, nice. did, a, did a really good job in it so you know fun awesome. family movie yeah So what about uh, video games? Black Friday just happened. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, African American Friday. African Friday. Yes, Thank you. Uh, just happened. Uh, so uh, yeah, actually Friday of color. If we're if we're going <laughs> to, you know, um, no, but yeah, I got some really good deals. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't buy. Too, I mean, actually, that's not true because I did buy a lot. I'm like, I didn't buy too much. Um, 
So I, I got a cold, uh, the Call of Duty Cold War. And um, I, I only buy now Call of Duties like when they're on sale. Like, oh, yeah, I feel like 30, 30 bucks is the most I'm going to pay for a Call of Duty at this point in my life. I feel you. I think the only one I would maybe pay full price for is the sequel to Modern Warfare, just because that was such a good game. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the, after I think after Modern Warfare three, then it started like the quality for me. I, I liked the first. I liked the first Black Ops. That was really good. Yeah, I heard that was good. Oh, you never played Black Ops? I mean, African American Ops. Uh, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> no, I never played it. I, I'm glad you corrected yourself because I wasn't going to respond. Okay, you. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost a lot of respect for you right then. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> um, so I got that. So I haven't played it yet. Um, I got Biomutant for $14. Um, okay. And I, we know we had talked about that before, how it just got kind of mediocre reviews. and Yeah, I was really looking forward to that. And then it just, was people too. were saying it was just very strange and, and not great. So, yeah. Yeah. I, so for $14, I'm like, I, I could do that. Um, yeah, not too bad. And so those were the two that I picked up for physical copies. Um, and just the other day, PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation store was having a sale um, for. And so I picked up Persona 5 Royal, which is a JRPG. Um, supposed to be really yeah. good. Um, my brother I've heard really good it. things about that. Yeah, my brother played it and he said it's probably one of the best RPGs he's played. So I, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but isn't that one of the free games that comes with? Uh, you know, Are you serious? playstation plus collection <laughs> uh, maybe it does i don't know it was only twenty dollars <laughs> but so uh, this is the royal one that just came out and they updated oh, okay. a lot of new stuff and it they added everything so it's normally like 80 bucks so oh I guess yeah it's, it's the advanced version of it so but yeah that's probably okay. true <laughs> <laughs> well i i could stand corrected actually no i just looked it up i'm so sorry persona 5 is free on, on playstation 5 are we talking persona 5 royal or persona we're not talking 5? royal i don't okay i don't know uh, i'm saved I mean, <laughs> you do pay for the royalty i guess <laughs> yeah yeah I, I feel okay with that <laughs> um and then i bought uh doom 3 not Dune, Ooh. but uh, Doom, uh, <laughs> Doom three uh, for like three dollars, um, and I played that on the the PC back in the day. So I, yeah. I mean that, and that's how long it is. Is like I had a PC, <laughs> so that's the last time I had played that when it came out. So I, that should be a pretty fun game to revisit. Yeah, I kind of stroll down memory lane. Yeah, what about you? Did you get any? I did not take advantage of any uh, Black Friday sales this year, uh, strictly because I've asked for a lot of games for Christmas from Santa, ah, and uh, I don't, I don't want to piss Santa off by you know, <laughs> buying the games that he That's may be true. getting for me. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. But I did have uh, we ha- we had some guests over. Shout out to Israel who uh, gifted me a three month uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, thing. Uh, subscription and uh, whatever you call it and uh man i like i gotta say it was i feel like it was uh just shy of like life-changing because it's crazy right (laughs) it's such a great deal i was able to finally play uh forza horizon 5 which i've been dying to play Mm. and i can assure you it's it's just as beautiful as uh as it as the claims say Nice. But yeah, I mean, Game Pass is just such a great, it's, it's an incredible deal. It was so cool just kind of going through the list. They had like some of my old Xbox favorites, like Crimson Skies. 
Do you That's remember right. that game? Yeah. yeah, that was one of your uh, top games that you wanted to see yeah. uh, them do a sequel remade, to. and they still should because it's such a great game. Nice, but you know, it's just all at the at your fingertips. You could download them all and just play them, and there's no strings. Can attached. you uh, can you stream them? And you can, yeah. I think now, I think they just opened it up to the the cloud streaming, so now you can stream games too. Uh, you know, it it is limited, so if you're you know graphics uh, snob like I am, you know you might prefer playing games in you know native 4k or whatever but uh yeah but um yeah super impressed to the the point where i'm like uh currently hunting for a a series x like it it made me do a 180 (laughs) (laughs) yeah because before you were always kind of like yeah maybe yeah i mean i i didn't really see any value in getting an xbox you know like like yeah i mean fact of the matter is like we i think we have a lot of phenomenal games that we can play on on ps5 right and so you know i didn't really feel the need but i do feel the need for speed and i love forza <laughs> horizon 5 so i got uh, the need for more cowbell <laughs> mixing up your references there a little bit yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's all it's all it's all the same it's all yeah, up here it's all snl yeah it's all family <laughs> you know i'm getting all my car stuff mixed together i don't know vin diesel and I um but yeah, that's that's really cool. I and also with all the Bethesda games that are Xbox exclusive, I mean they have a lot of studios True. that are um yeah. up. I might even have to consider that down the road too. I know both both consoles are getting to a point where they've got some great exclusives. Yeah. One one of the ones too that that kind of sold me on it aside aside from Forza was uh Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just played the first one. And uh, the sequel is an Xbox exclusive, which uh, pissed me off at first. But uh, you not know, anymore. if I can, <laughs> if I can get my hands on one, then uh, it'll piss me off less. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One of the games that actually um, was not Black Friday related, but I downloaded um, was the Crisis uh, trilogy remastered. And <sighs> yeah, holy crap, man! I I had played them all um, back in the day when I I don't know if it was Xbox 360 um, or what it was, but um, I remember enjoying them a lot. Um, I had pl- downloaded the first one, um, the first Crisis, for like I think twenty bucks or something. Yeah. Um, and then they released um, all three of them. And I think I, so I bought it the first one again, which is kind of a, a buzzkill, right? Cause you're like, it is like, Oh, crisis, uh, crisis one remastered. Awesome. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, 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 totally. And then like three months later, they're like, Oh, also we're releasing the rest. <laughs> like, yeah. And we're cool. only giving you the chance to buy all three, not like the second <laughs> two or anything yeah, like that. You can't that. upgrade, you know, upgrade no. your, your one. So the, um, the first one I had played and it's just one of those open-ended games and it was fun just the it wasn't like tank controls but i it was a little right you know when you go back and play an old first person shooter like from back in the yeah. day or even playing like grand theft auto again like grand theft auto 3 or something where you're like you're used to good controls and right right it's hard going back because you yeah. you know how much better it can be right right you've seen the <laughs> you've seen the good life you've lived the good yeah, life you've seen the good life i've tasted the uh <laughs> I have tasted the dessert of destiny. Um, <laughs> that is a hundred percent going to be the name of this episode. Dessert, of, way, destiny, dessert of destiny. Yes. Nice. Oh, great. Um, and so, so ultimately you're like, you know, you're like, I know what it is. And so then I, I start, I played crisis two um, when I downloaded it and that game holds up to like almost any game today. And yeah. I sent you a few screenshots of it today and a few, some video yeah. too. 
and it looks like a PS5 game almost. Like, I mean, it, yeah. there are some things like the there's character models that are all the same, and when they show faces, sure. it's not as good. But right. usually, it doesn't show many faces. Um, but man, that game is gorgeous. It control the controls are amazing. Like you feel like a tank, and we were talking um, too how that's how I feel like the new Halo game should be is just yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so cool. It just the every mechanic just is buttery smooth. I don't know if they fixed it or they did something to it but man it's it's a great experience so i highly recommend that and i'm looking forward to i'm, I'm definitely going to finish uh two and three one i'm gonna i'm i don't think i'm gonna finish but <laughs> two and three <laughs> i'm playing all the way through totally i i have that on my christmas list as well and i am super excited to play it yeah. uh i too played the original well not the originals i played crisis 2 when it was on the xbox 360 as well i believe yeah and uh man you have to watch Digital Foundry's breakdown, tech breakdown of that game, the, the remaster. Oh, really? Uh, they show old footage and they talk about how bad it performed on the consoles. And I oh. totally forgot how like, I mean, I it was too. like, it was like 15 frames per second, you know, it was like, oh. so oh. it was just chugging along. It was so bad. Yeah. So I'm really excited to, uh, you know, to check out the remaster and just kind of. It's funny with those remasters, you and I always talk about how like when you play it, it's how it's like how you remember it. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's obviously upgraded in how it should be. <laughs> right. <laughs> now. Right. I mean, I recently uh, played the um, they did the HD version of like Quake and I oh, remember yeah, yeah. playing Quake back in the day. And I remember Quake looked amazing. Like that, yeah. that's when we were playing like Wolfenstein and like Doom. And, yeah. um, and like you, you get quake and you're like, this looks great. And, um, totally. and I played the remat, the HD version where, you know, it's just not fuzzy, but like all the textures right. are the same. <laughs> and that's a tough game to play too. Just knowing what, you know, Yeah, yeah um, exactly. I played it and it, there's still an element of fun, but I think it's nostalgia on my part, but, um, I, I played it as long as I could. And I'm like, it's just getting too frustrating at this point. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing that one too trying out the first crisis and uh and it, you're right something is just different about it like it just feels like a little slower and a little more just dry i think and yeah. maybe it's just because i'm a i'm a sci-fi nerd junkie and and just you know want to see yeah. aliens and shoot aliens. It, it was still pretty good <laughs> um i think the the problem with it um too is it was too open world and this one uh, yeah. they tightly control <laughs> this narrative and so you go into like they they have this big they do have open level section uh parts where you can fight and yeah they give you like two to three different they'll they'll tell you there's a, a choice break or something and you can uh, like attack three different ways basically so they give you different tactical options each time and they'll tell you yeah. the advisor will tell you um so it's cool, cool playing that um and they give you choice and i feel like it's just it was like ahead of its time yeah 100 percent um, the other game that I that I was playing, um, and you know, I guess this will wrap up the the game section here. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I was expecting nothing out of this game, and um, I I love this game. It is so much fun. It's giving me vibes of the first uh, Spider Man for you know Sony the the game for Sony that came out, not the one that Miles Morales was related to, right? And it does its own thing, but then it borrows a lot. You feel like it's from a movie, but then it's its own identity at the same time. Yeah. They, all the characters are how you remember them, but there's like this little twist to it that makes it that variation of it. What's cool too is like 
how Star Lord's dressed. It's very much like how Chris Pratt was, but it has right. like its own twist. It's a little more punk, and the the jacket has more armor to it. Oh, that's cool. You can kind of do different clothing options if you unlock it or something like that. And I found Chris Pratt's, you know, the movie version of it, which I thought I wanted, but then I'm, I'm like, no, I like <laughs> this one better. Interesting. We were talking too how we were kind of annoyed how you could only be Star Lord. Right. But it makes sense because you're Star Lord, you're shooting, and you can you can basically um call you assign each person like a um, like an attack or something. So you can call there's like a, a wheel that comes up and you can assign Rocket to throw a grenade or do oh, that's four cool. different moves that they can do generally. And um and it keeps going up so there's an RPG element, they keep unlocking it and the storyline's really well. There's a bunch of time. There's a few laugh out loud moments that I had and um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. So I highly recommend the Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. It nice. has no right of being this good. <laughs> I remember kind of warning you against that game because I'm like, remember Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same dude. studio. Same people. I know. And uh, it's funny. Did you, you didn't pick up uh, Avengers, did you? No, no, I, I okay. ended up not picking it up because of your warning. I, I heard your your warning in the back of my head. It was $5, right? $10? It got to be $10. It went down okay. to $10. <laughs> and and I just had your voice in the back of my head like, don't do it, I, man. Don't do it, man. <laughs> don't do it, man. <laughs> that was Gomer Pyle, right? <laughs> I don't know, but that's pretty Kermit, good. It may be Kermit the Frog. I, I can do Kermit the Frog, but it's uh, it. I can only say Kermit the Frog here. And uh, it's not easy being green. That's that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. I got Kermit the Frog and Bernie Sanders. Those are mine. <laughs> that's what you got going for you. Yeah, that's what I got going. No, that's that's awesome, though. And uh, once again, th- th- we should just call this episode games that are on Landon's list that uh, Hans has played. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. that's on my list. And I'm going to message you every day. Have you played it yet? Have you played yeah. it yet? Why not? Why not? <laughs> So another thing we we got into recently was the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action show Ooh, finally came out. It did. Um, yeah. And, and we've both each seen a few episodes, right? Um, yeah. I think I'm on episode four or five right now. OK. Yeah. And I think I'm on three or four. <laughs> OK. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it so far. I know a lot of people uh, aren't crazy about it um, because it doesn't quite, you know, feel exactly like the anime. Yeah, but I will say I did watch an episode or two in preparation of the live action show, and uh, I feel like the first episode was almost shot for shot. Like it was, it was, it was so accurate. Um, and I like all the actors. I think John Cho like is is the perfect Spike. Like he does a, a great job as Spike. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got the look down. They got the suit. They got the ship. You know yeah. exactly how it is. Like the, everything the is. Yeah, the bebop and. Uh, everything's just like you know exactly how it was in the in the anime so i I really appreciate that yeah i like that too and it's funny because i think a lot of the criticism was that it follows it too closely (laughs) i'm like oh i see and i'm like i I guess um i i I think is there such a thing (laughs) yeah i know i i'm like well that that's kind of the point because yeah exactly i mean as annoying as you know how like you know, American movies like remake other movies. They're like, hey, this Korean movie did great. Now let's put American <laughs> actors in it because we're not going to watch a movie with foreigners in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like 
it's a kind of a weird thing. And you're like, no, you should just watch that movie instead of remaking it. But yeah, at the yeah. same time, it, it kind of, it, it is what it is. I mean, other than like squid, what that's kind of what's so cool about squid games is how like people, you know, we're not like doing the American, we're in, we need American people in this, you know, it was kind of like, it was people watched it being, you know, right. It's all like a, like a Korean movie. And it's like, you need to, and even parasite too. Like, you know, people are right, like, right. You, can, you know, you can enjoy a foreign movie, right? You, <laughs> you can, you can enjoy this. You know, it's amazing. If you read, uh, you can actually learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Don't like it. I mean, um, and you know, I, whenever I'm like watching an anime or something, a lot of times I do prefer, um, hearing it like, you know, in the, how it was supposed to be in like the native tongue of whatever, right. like Japanese or something performed how, originally, how it was performed. And even like, yeah. in, um, ghosts of Tsushima, um, I liked hearing in Japanese and reading it too. that. Cause yeah, it totally. Just, it felt just more authentic kind of, um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've watched, I think I've seen about 10 or 15 episodes of cowboy bebop. I need the actual the original. Anime. Um, yeah. and I, I, I did like it. I, I was never like, that was my favorite thing, but I thought it was pretty faithful. Um, and like you said, the characters kind of felt really close to who they're supposed to be. um, yeah, John Cho did a great job. Uh, he had that kind of just laid back, likable kind of a kind of loser, but at the same time, he's kind of hiding stuff, you know. Yeah, um, I like that he he plays a smart ass really well too, and I always felt like like Spike was a, a smart ass for sure, for sure. And I do I like the uh, the music, and I you know I I always skip um, the opening song for other stuff. Oh, yeah. But, but this one I don't because it's so cool. The yeah. how they remade it. It just I love the the cowboy the, the song and I'm like I'm not skipping this one. I'm watching it. And I love how it's just it's just such I love the original trailer uh, or the opening credits too on that. It's it's just done so yeah. well. Yeah, and they they translated the credits too and I'm like that's yeah. That's so awesome. I I really appreciate that. Yeah, um I think I I feel like sometimes like if I I know it's 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 I think sometimes like they always have that jazz kind of going on in the background, which right it, it sometimes it feels kind of cheesy. Um, yeah, when you're yeah. like it's kind of a serious moment, but I love how I love the vibe of it overall. And um, there's some kind of like cheese, like some outfits. Like, uh, did you get to the eco terrorist part yet? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, there's some eco terrorists, and I'm not gonna say what they do, but they're they're out. Her outfit is kind of weird. I don't know. It's like. It just feels like it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. You're not like, oh, that's what some, someone would wear. But you're like, right. oh, it looks like a prop kind of. Yeah. And I can understand that's probably where people are coming from when they say it's too close to the show. Because there are some things uh, that I've even noticed, too, like settings and like outfits and stuff like you said that or like, you know, um, character design where I'm just like, yeah, I get how that's it kind of takes you out of it. It's a little cheesy. But then I also yeah. feel like this is its own thing. And I feel like yeah. it's sort of meant to be a little cheesy. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, for what it, for what it is, I, I don't, I guess I don't mind it too much. Yeah. And ultimately like um, I always judge it on how much I want to see the next episode. Cause sometimes I'll like watch yeah. it and be like, I could watch it. I could not watch it. Um, right. I could pass. And for the most part, I mean, I've, I've watched about five episodes um, and I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to kind of keep watching, seeing how it's going and stuff like that. So I, I definitely don't hate it. Um, you know, maybe I'll compare the two, watch both more. And I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, that, that would, 
that would uh, force me to stop just watching stupid um, videos on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm with you. I'm not like uh, hooked on it, you know, but I, I, I'm intrigued. I, I, I do want to see where it's going to, you know, where it's going. And another thing that kind of bothers me about the live action version is um, the guy that plays Jet Black. And <laughs> before oh, yeah, yeah. our listeners think that I'm racist, it's not because he's <laughs> black. But I, I feel like he's a little too jet black. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him a little less um, <laughs> with a little less melanin. No, uh, no, I, I, I don't think I like that actor um, mm. because he was in Luke Cage. Oh, he was. Ab- Who was he in Luke Cage? Yeah, I can't remember. He was one mm. of the bad guys. He probably had like a throwaway line like, I'm going to get you. Not on my watch. Boop-a-doop. Or he says some. <laughs> He like recites a, like a rap lyric, just how cheesy that movie, that show was. Exactly. Um, he played uh, Bushmaster. I don't know if you remember that character. Oh yeah. Something about him, his delivery, I feel like is so flat, and I I can't put my finger on it, but I really just don't like his performance. Yeah, you know, I I think he's he's very one note. It kind of comes off totally, as. totally. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it definitely is one note. I. You know, it's it's funny because like um, Jet Black uh, in the anime, I, I think he's supposed to be black, but it's like maybe he's just like very light skinned or. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I do. There's a couple it's, characters it's, like that in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like how he they made his like beard look kind of like the anime. Like it oh, has totally. Kind of, um, and it's kind of cheesy, yeah. but I'm like, eh, that's kind of cool. I thought that was pretty no. Cool. I I appreciate that nod to it for sure. It's kind of the same with um. I, I did appreciate too. There's like this weird. He it seemed like he was African American in those um bounty in that bounty hunter show. I can't remember oh, uh, yeah, within yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. But he has like a like a Hispanic accent. Oh, yeah. And uh <laughs> and so they totally did that in the uh in the live action version too. It's like a black guy oh, or, yeah. or at least a very dark skinned, you know, Latino guy. Yeah, yeah. And he you know, he speaks with a like, you know, with an accent. And I was like, that's, that's pretty awesome that they that they kept that. Yeah, no, they, they definitely, I, I do appreciate like, you know, and, and it's one of those things like, does it translate well? I don't know, but I, I am glad they kept the, um, the vibe, the vibe of everything. How, yeah, yeah. And, and they didn't really change it up. Cause you know, you could be like, let's, what if it's like a grim, dark, serious thing? Or what if it's a goofy right. comedy? Because even yeah. like there's a new resident evil movie out right now, um, in theaters, uh, for that oh, yeah, remix yeah. resident evil one and two. And it's been getting terrible reviews and like, Oh yeah. And even stuff like that, like, um, yeah, it's just weird how you're like, why would you do this? And like, how did you screw this up so bad? Like, (laughs) you know, just stuff like that. You're like, why are you doing this? Like who is making you ruin this for us? (laughs) Who put you up to this? Yeah. Who did this? Who hurt you? (laughs) Have you been watching, um, Hawkeye at all? Uh, yeah, we've watched uh, the first episode, so I haven't I haven't oh, seen nice. too much. So so no spoilers there. No. What did you think of it? Uh, the first episode I, I liked. It was uh, it was interesting. I like that it's sort of a, has a holiday theme. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's, it's fun to watch during the holidays. You're, you're all Shane Black. Is that you? Are, are you here, too? <laughs> are you making this? Are you the director? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, although stay tuned for the second episode where he gets a, a hawk's eye transplanted into his eye, which is what oh, they dude, call I him said Hawkeye. no spoilers, man. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he has one hawk eye and whenever he opens his eye, it makes a 
<laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, cool or weird, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of those for sure. It happened in a comic somewhere, I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so Hans, I think we've come to the point of the show where we briefly talk about things we're looking forward to in the coming weeks yes um well for a couple months for me um i'm some things i'm looking forward to um so initially um we i'm looking forward to the matrix um i don't know how good or bad that's gonna be um yeah that'll be i'm definitely gonna watch that in theaters it'll Um, be an experience it will one way Uh, or another (laughs) (laughs) yes um cobra kai uh a new season is coming out at the end of december oh okay and i i love it's such a cheesy uh film but i we watched season two probably i think we binge watched it in two days straight (laughs) it's it's so cheesy but it's so nostalgic and so good and it knows it's cheesy and it it hits all the right notes for me um that's great uh and batman in march i'm so excited that it's we're three months away from that looks like one of just the coolest batman experiences that so far it looks really really good you're talking you're referring to the batman right uh the the movie that's coming out yeah 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 yeah. uh yeah i'm looking forward to that and i hope i'm assuming we'll record at least once before march (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) again um i expect this to be on your list every month until it comes out it will (laughs) what about you yeah so i'm i'm super looking forward to spider-man no way home yes i i kind of feel similar to the matrix about it like i i don't know if it's going to be good or if it's going to be terrible but i know it's going to be fun <laughs> it will be an experience that's It'll for be sure an experience one way um, or another and, and that's the cool thing i i i didn't include uh no way home too because i, I don't know i i just i'm getting spider-man 3 feelings all over again where they're <laughs> like, like just you cramming know what, too much into it yeah they're like you know it'd be better than three villains six <laughs> five villains and and then and then the fact that i've been hearing that like so they have all these villains from other dimensions coming and there's a chance, and I don't know how real this is, there's only five villains. And I'm like, it's the Sinister Six, and you screwed that up? Like, oh, man. You know what I mean? You know how yeah. frustrating that's going to be if that's real? Seriously. I mean, it's um, not for the Sinister Five, damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sinister Five and a Half. <laughs> they couldn't afford the sixth one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. I And also, I, I'm very confused. Like, everyone's, basically, it's the worst kept secret um, in Hollywood right now that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be showing up. Um, right. Right. And they're not, they're not showing that or talking about it in anything. And I was like, yeah. well, maybe they're going to do it like when tickets are available and yeah. they didn't, they didn't. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why would you hide that fact? It it's going to blow up. I, I mean, people would have bought a, a ticket. Like they're like, Hey, I'll, I'll risk COVID for this. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but imagine how much more impactful it's going to be if they do show up, which like you said, there's a, there's a strong chance that they will. Yeah. But imagine how fans are going to freak out, tell their friends, tell their family, you got to watch it. The other Spider-Men yeah. are in it. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's what they're banking on is like, but I, I feel that everyone and, and maybe even like, you know, the, the, the common Marvel, eh, I mean, my might see a Marvel movie. I don't know. You know, that right, person right. Uh, who casually watches movies and doesn't hate them and, yeah. generally enjoys their time watching movies like who, right who, the who fast and the furious uh, who are crowd. those people yeah no yeah. offense lane yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
but you know, it's, it's just like, I feel like most people will know that. And it's just the worst case. Yeah. Worst kept secret ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. You're, you're absolutely right. Like, cause even but, with, uh, even with Venom, like at the end of that, like the big secret was like, Venom's coming to this multiverse too, you know? And right. it's like, that's all people talked about before it happened. And I feel like, yeah, I don't, I guess you really can't advertise that too much, but yeah. Speaking of which that could be the sixth of the sinister six. Oh, Venom. Oh, maybe. That's yeah. True. Or I wonder, I was also wondering if they're counting Mysterio who died mm. as the sixth, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I, I wonder too about Vulture because Vulture is in all of the Sinister uh, Six. Uh, it's usually, Vol- uh, let's see, Vulture, Electro, Sandman, um, Green Goblin, the uh, Lizard. and Oh, right. And I think it kind of oscillates between a few different people on that last one. But Venom was in, or <laughs> Venom, Vulture was in uh, the first Spider-Man, right? Uh yeah, Homecoming. The new one? Yeah, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I that's that's probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. But yeah, either way, I'm super pumped for Spider-Man No Way Home. I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be an experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh something else I'm looking forward to is uh we just started watching White Lotus on HBO. Oh and nice. it has like the only theme songs that I know that's just like stuck in my head all the time. And, Other than uh, Cowboy Bebop? Uh, yeah, even more so, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, so, you know, if if anything, check out White Lotus just for the theme song. Okay. <laughs> but, um, no, it's interesting. Like, it's it's not, again, I'm not hooked on it, but I'm curious about it. You know, like, the characters yeah. are just interesting enough where I'm like, I kind of want to know more. I watched I watched the um, the one on, I think, I think it was Netflix or Hulu with Nicole Kidman. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, what, what was, was that, that big, one? big little lies. Big no, um, no. It was also like a like a yoga tech getaway. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You told me about that one. Yeah, that one was okay. Um, I never finished it. Um, Strangers <laughs> or something like that. Was it something like maybe Strangers or Stranger Things? Oh uh, yeah, Stranger Things with uh... yeah, white white Stranger Things or <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to finishing uh, White Lotus. Also. Uh, not originally on my list, but since we're talking about rich white people succession, I, I still <laughs> oh, yeah. highly recommend everyone watch that show. It's so good. And it's okay. just getting, I, I haven't it's watched just getting it. better. I, I hear it's really good this season. Like every, almost every episode, there's been at least two episodes where I felt like viscerally, like, like physically stressed from Oof. watching it. Like it was so high tension, high anxiety. The last show that did that for me was Breaking Bad, like where I was just yeah. so just like, oh, my God, what's happening? And what's crazy is it's such a different show than something like Breaking Bad, where like, yeah, you know, that one's so clearly building the tensions because it's about drugs and murder and all this stuff. Yeah. This is literally just about white people, rich white people. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But somehow the tension and, and the stakes still feel high and like you, I think what they do a great job of is is making you feel for each character. And so you you're almost rooting for everyone and no one at the same time. Uh, mm. So it's 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 really good. So I can't wait to see where that show goes. So you're saying uh, it's too. like a serious arrested development. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, you know, if not anything else, uh, hopefully that sells you on it. Nice. I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> Well, Hans, it's been uh, 
it's been a pleasure catching up as always as always another episode in the can we'll be back soon um thanks for checking us out yeah thanks again for listening everyone and uh we'll be back soon adios bye We'll be right back.